0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We closed the 18th chapter of Shabbat with a statement, V'chol surchei Mila Osin sin b'shabbat. All the requirements of circumcision are done on Shabbat. Those were the words that we left with yesterday. And the Rambam set comments there, a fascinating comment from the Rambam. The requirements for circumcision will be elucidated in the next chapter. So he's giving us, he's giving us a pointer and he's giving us a hint, by the way, because the Mishnah said, all the requirements of circumcision. And that, gosh, that could be a lot. That could be a great deal. So let's have a look. First chapter, first Mishnah of chapter 19. Next chapter, Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Im Lohevi Kli Shabbat meviob Shabbat. Rabbi Eliezer says if he didn't bring an instrument, we're talking about a knife here, on the eve of Shabbat. He brings it on Shabbat uncovered. He walks in the street with it, in other words, so that people know that he's carrying in public on Shabbat to carry, out mitzv- to carry out a mitzvah. And then Rabbi Eliezer continues, If we're in a time of danger, Rabbi Eliezer is writing just around the time of the Hadrianic persecutions. It was forbidden to carry out a circumcision at all. In that situation, you'd carry it in the street covered up. But gosh, you wouldn't want to be accused of breaking Shabbat, if you like, in public, but secretly. So you you cover it up in the front of witnesses. In other words, witnesses see you covering it up so they know that you're secretly carrying a knife in the street for the purpose of the mitzvah, not because you're somehow you're breaking Shabbat. Muchasehu pay. Our P-A-dim. So, Rabbi Eliezer, so we said, Kol Sorchei Milah. We're going to carry all of the requirements. We're going to be able to deal with all the requirements of the Mila on Shabbat. So as far as Rabbi Eliezer is concerned, well, to start off with, to start off with, we can carry the knife. Im lo hevi, Im lo hevi kli Shabbat open in the street and rabbi eliezer is going to continue and we know by the way that rabbi Yele- El- we know rabbi eliezer is an extremist and we've seen him on many many occasions through the mishnayot in zaraim so we know rabbi eliezer and, and we know how he ends up by the way the odomah rabbi eliezer and rabbi eliezer then said Kortin la We'd cut down a tree to make charcoal. varzel to make an iron instrument. We, we, if we, there's a special mitzvah of carrying out the circumcision on the eighth day. And if we don't have the necessary things to carry out the circumcision on the eighth day, we can even cut down a living tree and build a fire and build a furnace and make charcoal and smelt a knife and create a knife to carry out the circumcision on the eighth day. That is Rabbi Eliezer. And that's his response to the closing Mishnah of the previous chapter, Vechol Surchei Mila Osin Be'Shabbat. The words that we closed with yesterday, all the requirements of circumcision can be done on Shabbat. That's Rabbi Eliezer. And he takes it literally. And now he takes it literally. And now, of course, you can see why the Rambam is being so delicate when he just comments there. Perik we'll explain that in the next <laughs> in the next peric. So let's carry on because Rabbi Eliezer doesn't have the last word. Klal Amar Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva stated a principle: Kol m'lechach efshar she'efshar la'asol shabbat, any work which could have been performed before Shabbat, A uchah et it does not set aside the Shabbat, does not supersede Shabbat. Veshi efshar la'asol shabbat. Shabbat. That which could not be performed before Shabbat does supersede Shabbat. So Rabbi Akiva is going to be a little bit more general. And the Rambam is going to explain this again. Forgive me, but you, I mean, you probably can tell from the last few months. I, I am fond of the Rambam and I like to bring him when I, when I can. Ve, and he says, Rabbi Eliezer permits carrying it in the public domain. He means carrying the knife. And of course, cutting down a tree to make charcoal to smelt a knife. But but the this is not the halacha. because our principle, the, the principle where we live. Sheklal Natan Rabbi Akiva emet, the principle given by Rabbi Akiva is true. Vehamila we can't carry out the circumcision itself on Erev Shabbat. Well, why not? Because it has to be carried out on the eighth day. There's no way you can carry out a day early because it has to be done on the eighth day. It's not due on the eighth day. Because the mitzvah is certainly due on the eighth day. But the Rambam is going to rule and of course the halakha rules and that's rabbi akiva's rule that everything else should really be done before shabbat in other words we get ready for the mila before shabbat we prepare the knife we cut down the tree we smelt we build the furnace and so on but the only work that we do actually to break shabbat is the mila itself and this is explained then in the next Mishnah. <laughs> We're reflecting the words of the previous chapter. We perform all the necessities of circumcision on Shabbat. And here we are. We're going to circumcise. We're going to uncover. We're going to suck out the blood. This was considered very important in the time of the Mishnah. And some people still do it. Although... It's a bit controversial today. I mean for reasons of hygiene, it's controversial today. Different people do it in different ways. Placing a c placing a bandage on it and cumin. Again, we don't use cumin today as a disinfectant, but it seems like they used cumin, it's chamon in Hebrew. They used cumin as a disinfectant and they used to put it on the wound to make it heal better. erev shabbat. If he didn't grind the cumin on um Erev Shabbat Lo Ace Bashinav venoten He he grinds it up in his teeth and he applies it. And again, we can see that they didn't have the same concepts. I mean we wouldn't do this today, right? We didn't because we know about we know a lot more about infection than they did then. But we wouldn't but anyway, that that's how they used to do it, because we didn't grind it on Erev Shabbat, so we'll grind it in a different way on Shabbat. If he didn't beat up the wine and the oil on Erev Shabbat, so they used to apply a wine and oil mixture to the wound. And this is pretty good now because the wine is probably a disinfectant and the oil will be a kind of a soothing, uh, the, the oil will soothe it. So we might do that today so we 're going to put them on sep- if we haven 't made the mixture on eroshabat, we're just going to put them on separately they used to make a little cap to put on on the wound to bandage the wound um, in the first instance latrila we wouldn't do that on Shabbat aval Smart We might just wrap a rag about it. And if it wasn't prepared on Erev Shabbat, remember we're following Rabbi Akiva now, not Rabbi Eliezer, we're not going to carry it openly through the street. He winds it round his finger and brings it. So he's going to, if you like, wear, he's going to wear the bandage so as to avoid carrying it on Shabbat. And even from another courtyard. And then how are we going to take care of the baby? Now, here, actually, the Rambam will go maximalist. And just as he, well, we'll see in a minute. We're going to, we can bathe the infant before and after circumcision, and we sprinkle warm water over him by hand, but not with a, we don't use a, a, a basin. We're not going to bathe him in a bath. Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah Omer. Rabbi, El, sorry, Rabbi, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah Omer. et akatan b'yom shlishi We can bathe an infant on the third day. That's the third day after the milah, even if that day falls on Shabbat. Shin and We learned this pasuk just a, a few weeks ago. It's from the attack on Shem. Vai it's from Vaiishlach Vaihi Vayomhashli hashlishi or Tamkuavim. It happened on the third day when they were sore. This is the attack on Shrem by um Shimon and Levi. Safek the androgynous ain machalimala shabbat. If it's a one who's doubtful, and if it's a for her, her, hermaphrodite, we don't break Shabbat. Rabbi Huda permits in the case of a hermaphrodite. What's a safek Well, let's think about someone who's born at twilight on Friday night. He's born at twilight on Friday night. So is the circumcision due? Well, what day is it? We're not really sure what day he's born on. So maybe he's born on the Friday. Maybe he's born on the Shabbat. But we certainly don't have an obligation to circumcise him on Shabbat because we don't. We're not certain that the milah is due on Shabbat. And at the end of the chapter, we'll learn a little bit more about these date games. But that's the safek and the hermaphrodite. Well, we're not sure whether the hermaphrodite requires a milah or not. That, that's really the question that the Mishnah's focused on. And the Rambam, remember. Yesterday, we learned the Rambam in the case of a a woman giving birth, who uh, even if she's blind, we light a candle if she asks for a candle just in order to make her feel better. Even if she can't see the light from the candle, Jerry said maybe she can smell the light so she knows the light's burning. Maybe she knows that the midwife has a light. So we, we light a light even just to calm her down. And now we're going to see the Rambam on bathing the baby. V'chalak Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah al Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah disagrees. He disagrees with the first opinion <speaking> in the Mishnah that we have to just sprinkle this baby. V'amar ki mutar li'chotz kol gufo v'sabbat lifnei ha'mila vel u'lachar ha'mila v'yom ha'shli ha'shli shi l'mila v'zot ha-rechitsa hi ha-rechitsa b'chamin V'ein hefresh chamin uh, Shabbat, uvein b'shabbat. Rabbi, Elias, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah says it's permitted to wash his whole body on Shabbat. So here you've got a medical, you just hear the medical mind, you hear the experience, both before and after the circumcision, and on the third day. And this refers to washing in hot water, either heated up before Shabbat, or heated up on Shabbat. Because his life is in danger. And the is according to Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. In other words, we do for the baby what is required to make him comfortable and healthy after the Mila. And then he goes on to say, uh, to comment on Rabbi Hudah. Halachah Karabi Yuda. He, the Rambam, would not permit in the case of a hermaphrodite, not on Shabbat. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.